Welcome to the Physio Mentor Program, a program designed for physiotherapy private practice owners wanting and needing to outsource the training of graduates within their business. Our mission is to create private practices that you would have wanted to start a career in. Hi everyone, Melissa Salmon here from Physio Mentor. Today's topic I want to talk about is a business topic and it's over-servicing. It seems to be a huge fear in graduates these days in private practice. I'm not really sure where it stems from. I can't even remember myself in university talking about any such topic of over-servicing or how many sessions are enough for a client and, and what's not enough. So I'm not really sure where this stems from. Perhaps it could come from the legalities side um, somewhere, but it's definitely a topic that we need to discuss. If anything, I feel graduates err on the side of underservicing rather than overservicing. I haven't met many graduates at all that overservice because they're so fearful of it to, to begin with. So when we discuss overservicing, who decides? Who decides when they've been overserviced? Is it the patient that des decides or is it the therapist? I think in a lot of cases, we as therapists decide because we feel that we're the authoritarian position in this relationship. We've got the education and the knowledge to know when to discharge. But I feel then it's our motivation of when we need to discharge. And there's two different types of therapists here. And the first is an evidence-based therapist. So particularly a therapist that decides to discharge based on the evidence, based on the research, um, the hard and fast rule that perhaps for this condition, it should only take this many weeks to recover, this many sessions, and when you meet that requirement, it's see you later. The second type of therapist is more the customer-focused therapist that probably is more holistic and takes into consideration external factors as well as the evidence base. So there's often other factors that um, can implement treatment and that may be uh, how someone uh, picks up exercises that you're asking them to do, how they're able to respond to the rehabilitation plan, commit to the rehabilitation plan. So there's a lot of other factors involved and I think to take the hard and fast evidence-based approach in private practice is not always the best approach for our patients. So what what is the definition of over-servicing? I don't even think there's a clear definition here. Is it too many sessions over a short period of time or is it too many sessions over a long period of time? Craig Ellingham wrote an exceptional article on this and we'll have a link at the bottom of this, um, this audio. But he talks about putting it in perspective and really it's a great way to think about it. So if I go to my favorite restaurant and I decide to go there four times a week, does the restaurant have the opportunity to turn around and say, well, no, you can't come anymore this week because you've had too many visits here to our restaurant and we're not taking your money anymore. We don't feel that, you know, that's of value to any, any party. Is it the butcher that when you go there a couple of times a week for sausages for dinner, he says, no, no more for you. You've had too much this week. So where do we draw the line? I think we have to remember that it takes what it takes 
in order to treat the individual for their individual condition. I don't think we can ever have two of the same conditions, two of the same individuals present to us at any one time. What takes someone four or five sessions to grasp and pick up on and improve upon, the next person may take double or triple that. So it's always catering to the individual. As long as the patient is receiving value and treatment effectiveness and having benefit in some way, whether that be a benefit musculoskeletally or some type of external factor that you're benefiting, there always has to be those three factors, value, benefit and treatment effective. I think over-servicing is a real issue if you're using your authority or your power in a relationship to fear provoke your patient into coming back frequently for treatments. I think that that is where over-servicing would be a real concern. Obviously, we don't want our patients to become dependent on us. That can be a real issue as well. So we always want to create that independence and encourage that independence as much as possible. There are some people that are not very good at doing that, but emotionally we don't want them dependent on us as therapists. We shouldn't be seeing people for our own self-interest. For instance, if you get commission on how many people you see in a week, it shouldn't be your own self-interest in getting people to come back for that reason. You must never misinform your patient about what their expectations and goals should be. That is unethical and unprofessional. So what are some tips to stay away from potential over-servicing. I would recommend that you discuss clear boundaries with your patients and clear expectations and goals and where the limitations lie. So discussing with your patients that for a particular condition, this is the expectations you will have, this is where we're aiming for for treatments and where your limitations will be. I think if you encompass the emotional side of a patient and the evidence-based side and become customer-focused at the same time, it will be considered optimal servicing. I think if you err on the side of under-servicing or purely that evidence-based approach therapist, at times a patient can get the feeling that they are following a recipe or perhaps you haven't followed through to the nth degree of treatment and, and gone over and above. And they can feel a little bit neglected and left high and dry when they're discharged prematurely. So the best way to tackle this situation, repeated questions for your patient, asking them, ask them, Mrs. Jones, do you feel that you're still gaining some benefit from these treatments? And what benefits are they? If Mrs. Jones says to you, well, I get a week's worth of pain relief and I can sleep well that night and I feel so much better to the point where I can go and play with my grandchildren and enjoy life, then that's a real benefit emotionally that is quality of life and a customer-focused therapist would tap into that. You need to review the patient regularly and have objective measures. And those objective measures should be indicating to you improvement or maintenance. If your objective measures are decreasing, despite the amount of treatments you're giving, then that would be classed as over-servicing and you need to refer on to an appropriate party. So as a graduate, 
you actually need to treat people in more sessions than less sessions. You're, you're inexperienced to start with and you actually need to treat more intensely in order to be effective and, and, and learn and, and that's all part of being a graduate. You know, even the best therapists see patients anywhere up to eight, nine, twelve times is their follow-up response for patients. So if you're a graduate and you're only seeing someone three or four times and then discharging them, you're either a miracle worker or you're under-servicing and your expectations of where your abilities are, are are not realistic. So as a graduate, you need to be realistic that you will need to see people more frequently and more often to be effective. You are the treating therapist at that point in time. You decide on the treatment based on your education and professional skills. No one else will dispute you if you've got all that evidence sitting in front of you. You've got objective measures that indicate the benefits you're giving. You've got uh, written proof of the benefits that you're giving to your patient. Your patient's happy. Your treatment effective. You really will not be over-servicing. The final tip, like Craig Elliham says at the end of his article, is that If you sit back and you cannot explain to a professional colleague why this patient is continuing to come to you for treatment and what benefits they're getting, then they probably shouldn't be coming. And that's, at the end of the day, a good way to decide if you're over-servicing or not.